Today on People with Passion for Pets, we talk with Carol Conti of Phoenix Area Disc Dogs. Carol is a longtime disc dog competitor and loves introducing other dogs and their owners to this amazing dog sport. So hi, Carol Conti with Phoenix Area Disc Dogs today. So we're excited to talk to you. And oh, thank you so much for asking me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, people know us by fad. And our mm. motto is, it's not just a fad, it's a lifestyle. Oh, that's cool. That's cute. <laughs> and my, my club's mission is to increase the, the you know, the canine-human relationship through playing Frisbee with your dog. Um, oh, isn't that so. fun? That's kind of almost like our mission is to, to improve the relationship. relationship between pets and their exactly. owners. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Well, I have all kinds of questions. I know Jim has too. Yeah. You know, dog sports is something that we always highly recommend to all of our clients because, you know, it's tough to make sure that your dog gets the proper exercise. And I think uh, dog sports are just so much fun because it involves not just the dog, but the owner as well. And it, it really uh, builds on that team and have them work together. So I'm uh, interested to know more about how that works. But tell me how, uh, when you got started with this dogs. Um, we had um, adopted from an from an oops litter. Um, didn't know <laughs> an oops litter. Um, a, a, a little, um, well, was little at the time. And Fuzzy, he was Border Collie Queensland Healer mix. And I didn't know what we were getting into. Um, and actually, uh, and mom had a little bit of chow. So we had a little bit of extra fuzzy fur everywhere. And just the cutest little thing. And as you can imagine, not understanding, you know, herding breeds. Um, we were not prepared for the amount of activity that this little dog that grew into a big dog would require. And um, just about the time that I was pulling my hair out, my, um, I'm a teacher, and one of the, the teachers at our school brought his dog to work with him and uh, to show the kids that his dog was a Frisbee dog. Uh, we ah. call them disc dogs. Um, and so I had brought some kids over to see his show. And I was like, that's it. We've got to get, we've got to try this. And um, his name's Brian Hewitt. And come to find out, he was the founder of the Phoenix Area Disc Dogs. And it was a, a club just starting out, just getting off the ground. And he invited me and I had all kinds of concerns, like what happens if my dog, I throw it, my dog runs away and <laughs> things like that. So there, there, we had a, a few things that we had to take care of first before we just threw it in hope. But that's how we came about, you know, and, and he came about it in the same way. He had adopted a little border collie and she re-landscaped his yard for him, dug <laughs> lots of holes. And, and he said, oh, we need to, we need to do something. And he looked up a local man. His name is Bill Water, uh, disc dogger from way back and the two connected and uh, Brian built the club Phoenix area disc dogs. And that's how I got involved. And that was gosh, 14 or 15 years ago. That's awesome. That's fun. So just to, just to clear this up, I guess I, I always did not know that the name disc dog is kind of the same thing as Frisbee, but you can't say Frisbee. Right. Frisbee is uh, it, it has a copyright on it. The, the good folks that, um, that make Frisbee are, are generous, but you know, um, <laughs> we're, we're careful that the, the proper term, if you will, is, is called a, a disc. Um, Perfect. And it, okay. it also makes for, for cool little um, acronyms when you can have a disc dog with two Ds at the end. So. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, good. Thank you. 
what's the easiest way for someone to actually get into it? What does it cost to get into it? You know, if, if we started getting that going, what would we tell people to do? This is how you get started. Well, to, to do disc with your dogs is actually one of the least expensive dog sports you can, um, you can join. And the, the cool thing about um, being doing a disc dog or being a disc dogger um, is <laughs> that you can do it at whatever level you are comfortable with. Um, if you just want to, um, in our club, I tell people we have, um, we have members who will literally hold coffee in one hand and throw the Frisbee to the dog with the other <laughs> hand and they're, they're, they're getting their exercise and they're also getting out and socializing. So here's just a quick message for our audience. I just like to thank each and every one of you for listening and supporting our podcast. And if you can, I would like to ask you to take one or two minutes to rate and review the podcast. This will allow us to reach more people with passion for pets. Thank you so much for your support. Um, all the way up to people who want to compete and are working on freestyle routines where the dog is jumping off them. Um, but the outlay is, oh gosh, about $20 to get a couple of really good quality Frisbees, um, okay. discs, if you will. There are um, some great companies out there that make them. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the actual Frisbee was uh, a product of Whammo and uh, Whammo sold their rights to discover the world. So you can actually get a dog Frisbee if you want. Um, oh. It'll just say discovering the world on the bottom instead of Whammo, um, as well as the Hyperflight company and um, Hero Disc USA, just to name a few. Um, so you want a good quality um, dog disc. If it has a big box pet store's name on it, probably not your best choice. Um, they shatter easily and they can actually harm your dog. So, um, but if you just uh, hit your favorite search engine and type in good, dog, good discs for dogs, you'll get a couple, couple good um, references right away. Um, Excellent. And then I would say if, um, to, to check and see if you've got a club locally. Um, coming in with a club with like-minded people, um, it's, it's infectious, um, the mm -hmm. amount of energy and enthusiasm you build. And those people can show you how to get started from whether you've got a puppy or whether uh, you just adopted a six-year-old from the shelter, or even if you have a 13-year-old, mm -hmm. some of the things that, that you can do. And again, it's at every level for every breed of dog. And we, uh, at, at our club, we like to say that we accept all, all breeds of dogs and friendly people. Uh, <laughs> we, we can work around um, little snarky dogs quite well and help them with um, behavioral issues. As, uh, uh, but as you know, there is no substitute for good dog training, but exercise is so important. So helping them out with that one component is um, uh, we see a lot of results really quickly. And that's a good idea because if they're not sure if their dog is capable of doing this, I'm sure they'll say, well, what if my dog's not sure, they could find a good club and ask some questions and say, well, go get a disc and see what your dog does. You exactly. know, does he grab the disc and run off or does he just run by it? Or <laughs> Yeah. And, um, and a good club would be able to, to help you out with if they don't come back, what next? Uh, <laughs> you know, those, those kinds of things. But it is probably the cheapest competitive dog sport out there. Um, we participate in the Worldwide Canine Frisbee Toss and Fetch League. It costs us $15 total for five weeks. And oh, where, wow. yeah, I probably couldn't run around an agility course for $15 at all, let alone come yeah. back, you know, five times. Um, <laughs> so, um, yes. And, uh, and, um, and it's something that you can do in your backyard or um, at a local park if your, uh, your municipality allows off park um, training. Um, so, yeah, 
it, it's a great and it's a great gateway drug into other dog sports because um, lots awesome. of people, lots of people. Um, also, when you go into a disc dog club, you'll find people doing barn hunt and agility and rally and um, dock diving and all of the other ones. Um, and uh, oh, but yeah. and frisbee is among the easiest to learn to start out with anyway. <laughs> you know? So are, you, you answered uh, a lot of my questions already. You mm -hmm. mentioned that, um, you know, it's for any dog, any age. Um, and so that's really, really neat. Do you find that certain dog breeds are better or have you ever had a dog that absolutely couldn't learn it? Um, we've had owners who gave up trying to get their dogs to learn. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, well spoken. But um, I, I kind of use the analogy uh, of football. You know, in football, we have great big um, offensive linemen. We need offensive linemen to, to protect the quarterback, but they're maybe not as agile as a wide receiver. <laughs> So same in the dog world. I have seen Mastiffs play. I have seen Great Danes play. Um, there's a Boceron playing on our team. Uh, we have a Doberman playing on our team. Um, dogs that seem to take more naturally to it are herding breeds because um, you, going after the Frisbee to them is the same as, uh, you know, chasing a neighbor's cat or rounding up the sheep or things mm -hmm. like that. Um, a lot of the working dogs, gun dogs, things like that. But we've seen little pugs play, chihuahuas play, um, and uh, all the way up to these great big huge breeds that just, I mean, you talk about people watching, wow, <laughs> you know, when the big dogs come out, they're always amazed that this great big dog can lumber down the field and, and, um, <laughs> and, and catch the frisbee. So. so, so for the sport itself, like you talked about competition, so what are some of the things that are looked at in a competition? Is it just that the dog will catch it or catch it in a certain way? There are um, a lot of different kinds of games in Frisbee. I'm sure the one that everybody has seen, uh, maybe uh, the Incredible Dog Challenge on TV with the dogs um, jumping off their chests and, and um, doing flips and spins and all the different kinds of throws. And that's just one small aspect of it. And um, I didn't get started in disc thinking that my my 50 pound dog was a little big for me to have him jump off and then finding out that there are just tons of games that you can play that don't involve the dog knocking you down jumping off your chest or off your back <laughs> um and uh and um don't get me wrong i do a little bit of freestyle it's not my my passion but um i i dabble in it a little bit but there are um games that um where you need speed there are games where you the, the handler needs to have accuracy and there are games that um, distance is, is the thing. So oh, okay. um, just just finding um, finding the games that, that you like to play. And there are even a series of games that combine agility and disc dogs. And it's called Frizzgility, where the dog has to clear obstacles and then has oh, to okay. catch a Frisbee. So for the crossover athletes, uh, that, that's always a popular one. Did I see on your uh, Facebook page that you even had, was that a dock diving or something? It looked like there was some water, water involved with some of them. Uh, they were, um, a lot of our Frisbee dogs will chase the Frisbee off the dock. So again, th those crossover dogs, um, depending, <laughs> on, uh, depending on where, what you did first, but um, dock and Frisbee have not combined yet. <laughs> so when so the basics of it then that you can start if you just get started it could be basically you just throw the frisbee teach your dog how to coordinate grabbing it and then bring it back to you and doing it again and then it can go up to there to just unlimited it seems like there's a lot of things you can do 
Exactly. I'm looking forward to, uh, we've got three puppies coming into the club soon. Um, they haven't had all of their shots, so obviously they can't be out mm -hmm. and about yet, but we'll actually start them down on the ground, uh, maybe with a little smaller Frisbee. Uh, we'll turn it upside down and just kind of play keep away with them. And of course, every time they touch it, it's like a big party. We mark that behavior. This is what we want to see. Yay. Woohoo. We might play tug with them um, and build that out command, the drop it command, give it back to me command, um, that kind of thing. And, but we were right down there on the ground. Um, one of the last things actually we do is actually throw the Frisbee. Okay. But with our little puppies, we'll be sliding it upside down and getting them to grab it and playing tug of war and, and things like that. Um, when they're a little bigger, we'll roll it on the ground. And that mimics, oh. you know, the, the squirrel, the neighbor's cat yeah. running across and, and yeah. they'll, they'll usually chase it. Also teaches them to catch it on the edge um, and while it's moving. And then, of course, we, of course, have to build that recall because if the dog doesn't come back, the game's over. Right. Uh, so, you know, teaching the dog, building value on me as the handler, like, if you bring that back to me, it happens all over again. And how cool is that? And when usually when the light bulb goes on for the dog, and I'm sure you guys have seen it, life as you know it is over. Oh, if I bring this back, you'll do it again and again right. and again and again. Um, but we have to be careful with the young dogs, of course. We want to, you know, keep everybody safe. Um, right. We want to keep the, the little dogs, the, the young dogs, um, until their growth plates are, are, um, are closed, uh, keep them down low, and, um, and we don't do anything that w where they would jump off and go up. Uh, we spend a lot of time, you know, rollers on the ground and, and uh, low throws and things like that. Um, but exactly like you described it, Jim, um, you, you can go as far as you want. You can throw it 10 yards and be happy with that. Or you can, you know, try to become a world distance um, disc daughter. Uh, that wow. you'll, you see some of these throws. Sometimes you'll see them on the halftime shows at football games where they'll throw like an 80 yep. yard throw and uh, those dogs yeah. will go out and get it. Or you can have an older dog that, you know, just, uh, just needs to be kept busy um, and mentally stimulated. They don't right. know they're old. Uh, exactly. So frisbee is a is kind of an event that you can do at whatever um, developmental level your dog is at um and uh, there are things that we do to keep everybody you know safe and and healthy because we want the dog to be able to, you know to, to walk when they're 16 years old because as you know, a lot of those herding breeds live a long long time so we, it's up to us to protect them well i can see how you know you mentioned uh so many of the the other things that are so important for having a safe relationship, uh, which is trust and a, a solid recall and also being able to work the dog off leash. So I think, uh, you know, even outside of just having fun with your dog and, and making it a sporting event, that's also a great way to teach your dog all of those skills. So that's really neat. Yes, and um, here in the city of Phoenix, we have um, an ordinance that actually allows us to train off leash, where most municipalities, you cannot have a dog off leash. But um, our um, ordinance here in Phoenix allows us to train off leash if we are training for an AKC um, approved sport, which DISC is now. Um, if the dog has a canine good citizen, so um, the dogs are members that the dogs that are members of our club either have it or are working towards it. And they also have to be properly licensed, which means they have their rabies shot. Um, and, um, and other little things like you can only have one dog off leash at a time and things like that. But um, that it, it absolutely <laughs> improves that bond because those are the, all the beginning skills. We, um, you know, you don't take a puppy out and throw the Frisbee and hope 
<laughs> you, know, um, you know, you have to, you have to build up to it. And, um, and if you've got a dog that doesn't have a solid recall, um, a, a dog club would be able to, to help you build that. Um, yeah. Because like I said, if the dog doesn't bring the disc back, the game can't continue. Um, <laughs> you know, so. That's so you'd mentioned freestyle. Well, now that sounds like a lot of fun. What's a couple of, what's some of your favorite freestyles? What is freestyle? Um, freestyle is a series of tricks that, um, that uh, it is a, a judged event. So it's uh, somewhat subjective, um, but almost all um, disc organizations have um, do they want to see you do different throws with your dog? They want to see um, that you are throwing in a safe manner, that the, the dog is not put at risk. You're not having them jump too high. Um, that, um, that you do a, a series of, of tricks and then you'll see the, the, um, the handler will then throw the Frisbee down the field. And while you're ooing and aahing and, and marveling at that wonderful throw, they're running around like a wild person picking up all the Frisbees so that when the dog <laughs> comes back, they, they're stacked and ready to go again. But yeah, and it is so cool to do because um, you really have to work closely with your dog. Your dog has to trust that um, if I'm going to have my dog vault off my back, that I'm going to be a stable platform, that I will put the disc where they can get it and not put them at risk so they have a nice, um, a, a nice landing that isn't hard on their joints. Mm. Um, and, um, but, you know, trick training certainly comes in, into play when you can have your dog going around you backwards and then jump up on your back and string some of those tricks together. Uh, it really, really improves that bond between the dog and the handler. And um, as you know, the more tricks, uh, the more things that you do, the more eager your dog is and the faster they actually catch on to stuff. Yeah, um, yeah it's really cool. cool. So what, what is, uh, what's your favorite freestyle thing? I know you said some jumping off your back or something. Um, um, what's some of them? That, that, that's a vault. Um, and uh, the vault is if they, they use you and jump off. Okay. Um, there are other moves um, called overs where uh, the dog will jump over, over an obstacle, over you, over your leg, over your back. Um, there are rebound um, actions where the dog will change direction. So they would come in and um, uh, ch chest and hip uh, rebounds are, are really popular where the dog comes in and hits you at an angle. And so the dog would come in this way and I would present the disc this way. And they kind of do a box turn if you're familiar with fly ball um, where they go in, hit the box and jump off. Um, oh, those nice. are all really, really popular. Um, and then there are things that prove um, your handler skills, um, where you'll see a lot of the dogs may um, uh, maybe jump over your arms a, a few times and then maybe do a backflip or a little helicopter spin or something like that, or scoot backwards through your legs or, uh, you know, my dog, we call it orbit, where he goes around me, he's going backwards and I'm turning and it ends with him scooting between my legs and jumping up on my back into a, a stall. Um, fancy name for great picture opportunity <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> that's really that's really really cool so it's not just about catching the disc you can you can do whatever it's just whatever you feel like I mean, that's what freestyle is is what do you want to do exactly and um most um things that score best of course are things that end with the dog catching the frisbee because it is a, a disc dog competition Okay. Um, but I'm sure you've seen, um, things like, uh, freestyle dance it, uh, there with dogs and there are a lot of teams that are incorporating things like that, um, with, within their routines. 
So um, you also mentioned earlier uh, competitions <clears throat> that are happening that are international competitions. So how do mm. those work? Yes, one of the um, the I, I keep calling it a new sport. Um, disc has been around for years and years and years and years. Um, and there were a few clubs, I believe it started in the Ohio, Michigan, um, some people that uh, would actually travel around in the summertime and they would play um, doing the, the freestyle competitions. And, um, and then usually there was some kind of distance or accuracy competition and uh, they developed a league. And the league is a worldwide canine frisbee toss and fetch. You can look it up on, on Google and check out the website. And it is actually a worldwide league. And just like if you had a bowling league where you had your bowling night, um, they uh, teams from all over the world play. You pick your, your day and um, you go out and you play. And toss and fetch is just like what it sounds like. You toss it, the dog fetches it, brings it back, and you keep doing that for a minute. And um, the farther away the dog catches the Frisbee, the more points it's worth. And then your team scores are sent into the central headquarters. And every Friday, teams get ranked. I'm proud to say that um, the Phoenix Area Disc Dogs is currently ranked number three in the world. And it's truly a worldwide league. We have teams in um, Europe. We have teams uh, teams playing in Israel. We have teams in Mexico. We have teams playing in Australia and New Zealand, um, as well as Canada, and then all over the United States. That's that is, awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. You know, at the end of the day, it's about having fun with your dog. Absolutely. Um, and um, most most people and most dogs like structure. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the absence of structure, they'll look for ways to amuse themselves. And um, not always, you know, landscaping. Well yeah. <laughs> you know. It usually um, involves the destruction yeah. of a couch or a chair. <laughs> exactly. And so, so, you know, there is no substitute for, for good training. Yeah. But yeah. You can, training can be a whole lot of fun. And, um, and, and the dogs really, really like it. Um, yeah. They, they yeah, like to know that you've got their back. They like to know where their boundaries are. Um, and uh, and it, again, it's all about getting out with your dog. Yeah, and that'll help that encourage the human to, to get out because a mm-hmm. lot of times uh, the human will go, well, can I take my dog? Well, this dog is just a wonderful thing. It, it builds, that, builds that bond that you're trying to get, you know, that we're all trying to get people to do is have that bond with their, their pet, you know? Absolutely. And like I said, it is, does have the added advantage of being one of the least expensive sports out there <laughs> so, awesome. in canine, in canine sports. So yeah, uh, I would encourage everybody to give it a try. Um, if you do make sure you get a good quality dog Frisbee. Again, if it says a big box pet stores um, name on it, probably is not the Frisbee that you want to use. Um, right, right. Yeah. And uh, okay. But yeah, we we don't want any cut tongues and split gums and things like that. So um, is is it? But it is plastic discs that you prefer because I know they also have some of the the softer material type things. Are those less um, useful? You can you can play with fabric frisbees. You can play with um, softer rubbery frisbees. Um, uh, Kong comes to mind. Um, Hyperflight makes a nice one that's actually called a soft flight. Um, okay. As you get more and more involved in it, um, 
the more um, the more floppy a frisbee, the less stable it is in the air. If it's unstable okay. in the air, okay. it does weird things and <laughs> culminates with plummeting to the ground before you want it to. Um, so most people make a transition to a, a good quality um, uh, dog safe frisbee from a uh, from a company that um, that's their business is making dog safe equipment and uh, dog safe frisbees, dog safe discs. And, um, and they'll, once they've caught the bug, they want their Frisbee to fly a little farther, uh, you know, be, have a more predictable flight path and and things like that. So they can do more things with their dog. Um, Awesome. So Carol, for our viewers that are here in the Phoenix area, how can they get in touch with your club and if you just Google, if you Google Phoenix area disc dogs, we should come up as, uh, or disc dogs in Phoenix or disc dogs in Arizona, we should come up um, probably close to the top because we've been around so long. Um, there are other clubs um, out at Tucson, Payson, um, and then in the greater Phoenix area. Um, but I'm proud to say we are the only year around club that does more than, more than just toss and fetch. Um, but yeah, just Google it. Um, Getting in touch with us through Facebook, like for most, is um, is the easiest way. Send us a message. Um, I'm the person who responds, uh, and as long as I'm not teaching, I usually respond within the hour, unless it's a, a school day, and then it'll um, <laughs> and then it has to wait until lunchtime or evening. But uh, <laughs> but we'll get back to you. Um, you can also, if you're looking for a toss and fetch club, go to their um, their website. Uh, I believe it's uh, Canine Frisbee. Or if you look at Worldwide Toss and Fetch League or something like that, they'll come up and they actually have a map of the world and where there are clubs located. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. And uh, if you still can't find anyone, hit me up and um, I'll put out <laughs> I'll put out a, a notice for, for whatever state you're in to, to see if we can't find someone that's, that's close to where you are. Well, very good. This has been a great interview. Thank you so much for doing this. I, I, I learned a lot on this. I've never even really thought about it when I would mm-hmm. tell people to join up. I never really thought of the opportunities that the people and their pets have. It's, it's well, really I'm excellent. so glad you extended the, uh, the invitation. Um, you know, th- there are clubs here in, in the greater Phoenix Val- Valley that are looking for members. Um, so if anybody's out there that's interested in DISC, I invite you to hit me up on Facebook. And if I'm not the right spot for you, then I bet you I can find you one that, that'll meet your needs. <laughs> Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Carol. Such a pleasure. And uh, I hope to uh, talk to you or hopefully see you sometime. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. You're invited to come out Paradise Valley Park Saturday after or Saturday mornings, 8 a.m. right now while it's cold, cold for Phoenix, you know, 40 degrees. <laughs> um, yeah. In the Midwest, well, it would laugh at us. But again, thank you. The privilege uh, was all mine. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today on People with Passion for Pets. We're Jim and B. Walker, and we share the adventure of life with our dog Apollo and Heidi. For more adventure videos, check out our YouTube channel, Modern Canine Vlog, or visit our website, www.mcs.dog. And until next time, keep your paws on the road.